0: And welcome to Unashamed Smut Lovers Podcast, where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Courtney.
1: And I'm Kelsey.
0: And we are doing another read-along. We are out of the Black Diamond universe this week. And we are doing A Love Letter to Whiskey by Candy Steiner. And this is the fifth anniversary edition. That's the one we're doing, right?
1: Yes. Okay, perfect. I just reread the blurb and like some of the the um letter in the beginning from the author apparently there's going to be letters from the author throughout the book or at least in some parts of the book maybe at the end I don't know um that's what it kind of sounds like what the fifth anniversary edition is also it has like a novella at the end and an extended epilogue so that's the difference between this version and the regular version Um, But I feel like that's right up Courtney's alley. Our girl loves an epilogue. so Oh, my God. I get three epilogues altogether (laughs) and bonus content. Yeah. So that's what the difference um, is with this version. Um, But just like reading the short little amount of the – like the blurb is super short um reading the blurb and then just a little bit of the beginning letter from the author i already have like goosebumps i'm so excited for this book and i don't really know much about it
0: (laughs) yeah the blurb is really short and then that uh the anniversary edition blurb which i'm assuming is from the novella is also very very short so it looks like it's like a maybe not quite a love triangle, but it's the female main character is in love with her best friend who's in love with somebody else. And I'm assuming that's just the story of how it's all going to come together for them.
1: Yeah. And it's one of those, I think it's going to be an unrequited love um, situation, which always just, oh, that's the kind of angst that just breaks me. And I live for it, especially in like a best friends to lovers setting. And It says, "If you're not truly lovers, but you're so much more than friends, what exactly are you?" That's one of the only parts of the blurb. Um, (laughs) There's like three little phrases in the blurb. That's it. And um, I'm, I'm so excited. So it has this little quote.
0: Uh, At the very beginning, before you start the prologue, I haven't gone to the prologue yet, but it says one day, whether you are 14, 28, or 65, you will stumble upon someone who will start a fire in you that cannot die. However, the saddest, most awful truth you will ever come to find is that they are not always whom we spend our lives. Bo Taplin. I don't know.
1: Yeah, This this is going to be a fucking sad one. I have goosebumps. I'm so like... (sighs) I'm... I, I... Listen, the books in the Black Diamond universe were fantastic. Most of them were fantastic. And um, we had a few that were really uh, based in emotion, but a lot of them were just like nice little love stories that were well written. Um, I feel like this is going to be a real like heart jerker. And I don't, I mean, obviously we haven't read it, so I could be totally off base, but I don't think I am. So because
0: there is two books, essentially, because I mean, one, the novella itself has 11 chapters plus an epilogue, and then you have uh, the actual like book that has 23 plus two epilogues, so that's what, 25? I mean that blog's are usually shorter, but
1: uh, how how are you wanting to split up this baby? So yeah, chapter eleven of the first book will be our first check in. Then
0: okay, I'm I'm ready to dive in. I'm a little nervous. Me too. A little, <laughs> I know I'm going to get my heart broken a little bit, or at yep. least that's the
1: expectation. But Hope I so. mean, I'm ready if you are. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, so if you're reading along with us, go ahead and read till chapter 11 of the first book in this book. hope that made sense to you. Um, and then pause here and come back. Okay, we're back. Wolf.
0: <laughs> this book is uh very much... All of the angst.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, obviously enjoying it. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> been a while since I sent te- Kelsey a text that was like basically like, fuck you for choosing this, and it happened.
1: <laughs> and I sent you a picture of a ladybug, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were on different wavelengths. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, it's good though. It is, it's such a good book. It's just, as soon as I started reading it, I got super sucked in, but essentially, so we have Brex, who is the main female character and she is going on a run with her best friend and she runs into this guy and he just, her world stops spinning. He is the most beautiful man and, you know, she's enamored. And the problem is she sees him first, but then within seconds, he ends up seeing her best friend, Jenna. And Jenna is like this perfect, you know, the perfect girl. And she's a cheerleader and da it a high school boys fantasy. And as soon as he sees her, it's game over. So they start dating. They become a couple. And then I think it's he's a senior in high school and the two girls are juniors. So his like last year of high school, they've been dating for, I don't know, uh, essentially the entire school year at that point towards the end of it. Jenna just dumps him, uh, because he's leaving for California for and, school. and
1: and during this time, Jamie and B became close friends. Yes but she B- was she had feelings for him the
0: whole time. And he did too, but it was more like you don't see it. I mean, obviously we don't have his point of view, so we don't know what he's thinking, but for the most part they keep their distance until after the breakup. And so I would like to rewind a little bit though, so uh B was named Brex and so for her entire life she had her parents had told her the story of um how they were friends since they were kids, grew up, tried to be together, had her, and then it just didn't work out. Well, I think it was her sophomore year, so the year before she meets Jamie, uh, she found out that that was not the case. Her friends were friends since they were kids, but when her mom was 17, her dad, who had been a super jealous guy, like he would chase off all the guys who tried to date her mom, uh, eventually he snapped and he raped her and that was how she was conceived and then her mother when she was 15 her mother gets just super drunk and while she's puking in a toilet decides to explicitly in detail every gruesome detail of the story she tells her about how her dad raped her mom which by the way bad parenting i'm sorry yeah i as a mother myself, I could not imagine if something so horrific happened to me, especially when it concerns the child in question, telling her in detail. It would be one thing to say something because I don't think I would allow someone I would perceive as violent around my kids in the first place. Yeah. You know, I think it could have been handled so differently. But then to in graphically describe
1: it to a child. I feel like there's more to the story and I feel like it's just going to break our heart all over again because where we just left off he died dad died and she is having a hard time reconciling the dad that she knew with the man who conceived her yeah and that's always been a struggle for her since she found out she finally cut off all contact with him thinking I'll have time to you know decide what my feelings are eventually and then he dies so she kind of uh, just fell apart and knew she was falling apart. So she moved back home and cut off contact with everyone. She left school. She started writing and that was that.
0: Yeah. And so I guess once again, going back a little bit. So uh, she ends up graduating high school. Uh, There is an event that takes place between her and Jamie after Jenna and Jamie's breakup. Uh, then she kind of just puts him out of her mind because he leaves for San Diego. So she ends up getting into uh, a a college in San Diego. It's supposed to be a different one than he's in, but he ends up being at the college she's at. They start reconnecting, except for she has a boyfriend. This is very much a wrong time situation where it's like right person, wrong time. Every time it's either he's dating somebody or she's dating somebody. So they start getting closer again as friends. She has that pesky boyfriend, and there's a few incidences of cheating, including the biggest one where they end up having sex. And uh, I'm one of those people who has like secondhand guilt, even though I I've done it. nothing wrong, just reading it makes my stomach like drop and crunch. Okay. So I hate that's why I hate cheating so much in books because I just like it, it hurts my stomach to read it. I'm just like, Ugh. but uh, yeah, so then. The day that she realizes that she's in love with Jamie and decides to break up with her boyfriend and maybe give it a go with Jamie, that's the day she gets the call that her dad died. And so she's gone. She leaves.
1: Yeah. I mean, we got a little bit of a glimpse of what their like first time seeing each other will be in the prologue, but it didn't tell us like how long it had been, I don't think.
0: Um, Also, I
1: I have a feeling that it's going to be when he turns 30.
0: Yes, I was going to say, I have a theory because they made a pact. uh, I think it was while he was dating the best friend, right? Or maybe it was
1: after. It was after they broke up.
0: Yeah, okay. So they made a pact that if they were single, both single when he turned 30 then they would get married. So I'm wondering too. Also, but it said in the prologue that she had seen him the year before too. I think this is going to span a few more years before we get to what the prologue was.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I know I want to make this
0: quick. There's just so much to go on about in this book.
1: I know. It's going to hurt. It's going to
0: hurt so bad.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm... Excited. I'm ready to jump back into it. I feel like we gave a recap. The writing is very good on this book. Um, you can tell that it was that time was taken, emotion was put into it. It was done very well. and um, but there's a reason why it seems to be such a popular book. So oh, absolutely. This is a definitely I have a feeling this is
0: going to be one of those that sticks with us, or at least, yeah. you know, it's so good and uh i'm ready to dive into
1: me too okay so if you're reading along with us read till the end of the first book and then come back pause here okay we're back
0: yeah this one had a it had a lot going on
1: i have a lot of feelings i do too um. So I, I just want to start by saying that um, I think it was a well done, beautifully written book. However, <laughs> it is not something that I would typically choose for myself. Same. The main characters were beautifully written,
0: but very, very broken. Both of them. In different yeah. ways. I mean, obviously, the female main character was, like, broken in a lot of different ways. And some of it was maybe, like, self-inflicted. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I almost threw my phone against the wall a few times. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> – I thought it was going to end. You know what this book kind of reminded me of, like, as far as uh, the foreshadowing and just kind of the, the – Little curveballs the author would throw. It. You know that I don't remember what book it was. Was it J.T. Geisinger or H.T. Carlton? The one where like she was in France and she meets
1: that mystery guy. I'm just gonna recap really quick what you said so that we can do it without spoilers and we can just cut out that little bit. Courtney, it reminds Courtney of Perfect Strangers by J.T. Geisinger. That way we can cut out the the spoilery part that you <laughs> that you said. Because not everybody listens every episode.
0: Okay, so the point I was trying to make was, it reminds me of Perfect Strangers because there was this chapter—I uh, I don't know—a few, cha- a couple chapters before the epilogue where she says, and now we get to hear where she's writing a book about mm. her experience with him. And I was thinking, and I was hoping or i was kind of thinking i was like what if this is the thing where she's just recounting her tale with him and she's not even with him like either they decided not to get together and she's married to someone else or like something happens and i was about to throw my phone because i was so nervous that this was going to be one of those where it was like and then all of a sudden i met the love of my life and we moved on and
1: whiskey is happy yeah i didn't uh i i didn't have that fear um, I could tell right away when she was like, I don't always like her and yada, 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 that I knew she was going to say it was her, that they were married. And I, no, that I, was the epilogue where she says
0: that he gets married. I'm talking a few chapters before.
1: Oh, that. like, the, I, oh, I, Alita, I before the epilogue,
0: I think, like, I think it's like two or three chapters before the epilogue, or maybe it's a chapter or two where I she starts right before the epilogue. Oh, okay. So the chapter before the but epi- whatever. Anyway, she goes, and now we get to here. And she starts like kind of outlining the fact that she's writing a book. And it's before we get to the epilogue. Yeah. And it's like, as soon as I read that first sentence, I was like, if this bitch does not end up with him after all of that, after cheating on every single person they've both been with, except for the best
1: friend. Yeah. I was going to be I- so mad. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get like flashbacks to any other book, but I did. I did get a little nervous because I, I had seen before that we ended right at 60% and that was like 59% when she was writing that for me. And I was like, what the cause the epilogue was only like two pages. Yeah. And, and so they were only together for those two pages. It was a little, um, unsatisfactory, but I also think that it was, that was the point. Um, It This book does not give you warm, fuzzy feelings at all. No. It, like, gives
0: your heart out in, like, that way that only just, like, I, you know, you think back to, like, your first heartbreak, you know, the one that, like, truly ripped your heart, heart out, and, like, anybody who's experienced one of those, like, that's what the kind of vibe this book gets. It's you know, it's really angsty and healing and, you know, all of that. But at the same time, it it hits you like deep in your chest.
1: Yeah. It's the one that you can't get rid of. I'm gonna be thinking about this book for a long time. I almost don't even want to read the novella now because No, I think we need to read it so that we can get to the extended epilogue. Because we need an extended epilogue. That's true. So I just want to jump back in. I just want to get I want to get through it because if we're going to have all the achy breaky heart again, I just want to I want to get to the good part.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Same. All right. So if you are reading along, go ahead and read to the end of the book and come back. Pause here.
1: Okay, we're back. Fuck. It was good. It was. It's been a few days. My uh, birthday was yesterday. Oh. So, also, Courtney forgot to tell me happy birthday.
0: Your birthday's tomorrow. Nope. It was yesterday. Oh, fuck me. I I have it in my calendar. Is the 25th.
1: <laughs> you guys want to know how long Courtney and I have been friends? Over 20 years,
0: 22 years. I'm <laughs> a horrible friend. I'm so sorry. Years. To be fair, to be fair, during our 22 years, there were separations.
1: But for the majority of the past 22 years, I'm sorry, I have to give you a hard time. I was like, this bitch really is forget right. the whole day. <laughs> we
0: were texting yesterday. I know. Why, why wouldn't you say something? I mean, that's my fault. It's my fault. I'm so sorry. Happy birthday. I really, Thank really, you. really have it in my calendar. I will send you a screenshot. It's in my calendar as the 25th. It Believe says birthday with, like, hearts and cute emojis. Oh, I'm a dick. It's okay. <laughs> Did I get it right
1: last year? Yeah. Oh. I don't think you've ever forgotten before. So, back to this, <laughs> the book. Um. It was good. I'm glad that we got Jamie's perspective on things. Because. There was a lot of missing, like, a lot of holes that we just had to kind of piece together on our own. And um, his his side of things wasn't as, like, heavier in depth as uh, hers was. But he did kind of fill in those gaps that the things that made it, like, really just heart wrenching and awful. He kind of I don't know, he didn't like necessarily make it better, but he like gave you some ointment for it. Like Yeah. (laughs) So that was nice. I'm glad we got Jamie's side of things and um a little bit of an extended epilogue. And they got married and had kids and moved to California so that they could surf and it was just it was good.
0: Yeah, the letters were really cute. It kind of like talked about their
1: daughter and it was it was
0: good. I I really enjoyed having uh, Jamie's perspective, and then also those letters were super adorable.
1: Yeah, least, I. Yeah. um It was really well done. I cannot imagine reading this when it was released <laughs> because if it just ended on B's perspective, how this book ended, I would have been fucking pissed. Oh, for sure. I don't. I oof the book
0: hangover like just the trauma that you experience just from the first one like even when we were in that period of like waiting to record to get to jamie's
1: point of view was just you just felt heavy and sad yeah and like there's no way this is how that book ended like it was yeah it was just like a really just heavy hearted feeling
0: Yeah, this showed a real, very real perspective of love, especially one that's, like, a love story like this. Uh, We've read, or at least I know I've read on my own, like, stories that are a little bit like this, where you see, like, there's this almost, like, unrequited love, and then, you know, they get together in the end. But this showed such a real side to it, as opposed to, like, you know, kind of rushing through and getting them together, you got uh-huh. to see every ugly inch of them hurting everybody around them, to f- and themselves to finally get to that ha- happy ever after and fighting for it.
1: This was a hard thought. Happy ever after, if there ever was one,
0: for sure. I definitely would like to not read a book like this anytime soon.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm I'm reading Cora Rose right now. I <laughs> uh, her new book. So that's that's what i'm reading right now yeah thank I'm, god uh, pumps out books as fast as
0: she does thank god i'm not reading i'm j i'm taking a small break because i needed it i've read like here and there but it nothing's really captured my interest i think so both
1: probably slowed down on reading a little bit both of our lives are getting kind of busy courtney is looking to go back to work after being a stay-at-home mom for so long. And then I'm also trying to start a small business. So I'm doing that and Courtney is doing her stuff. And so life is getting busy. Hopefully we are still able to find time though, because this means a lot to me that we get to do this together. So hopefully it does, to me. does not get affected.
0: <laughs> yeah. This podcast means a lot to me too. Not only is it a time that I get to carve out and just like talk to my best friend, but also, you know, it's it's so nice having just this space where I can come in and we can talk about like the books that we're, you know, interested in or that we love or don't love or it's just such a really nice space to be
1: in. Yeah. And so like we even have episodes that somebody cough, cough, hasn't edited cough, cough that um, <laughs> are like recorded and ready that are bonus episodes because we have read them separately and we're just like, oh, my God, we have to talk about this book. I will do it. Honestly, you should
0: just publish it unedited. I don't think. I mean, we mostly just talked about the book. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to publish see. that shit. I don't think there's anything like. spoil. I don't even remember. I'd have to go back. It's, to all, spoiler. it's all
1: spoiler. I will try to get it done. Like I said. Uh, yeah. So we have no idea what next week is going to be. It's going to be a surprise for everybody. Yeah. Lots going on, guys. Lots going on. Yeah, we we clicked on to record the last part of this episode. And we're like, so what's the plan here? <laughs> yeah, no we
0: hands. we are winging it this week and just expect that possibly for the foreseeable future. Uh, but I'm so excited to come back next week and let you guys know what we have. And I really, really did love this
1: book. I did. It too. was. All of the feelings. You went through every stage of grief. Yeah, it's kind of like a hard book to talk about because it's very beautifully done. And it's just one of those books that really just makes you feel. And you just kind of sit in silence afterwards. And you're like, wow. This book um, kind of reminds me a lot of Carnage by – I don't even remember who it's by. If you know, you know. If you've read Carnage, then you know. But there's aspects of this book that reminded me of that book. Um, This one was a lot lighter than that book is. But the the beautiful parts of this book reminded me of the beautiful parts of that book. The heavy parts of this book reminded me of some of the parts of that book. So it just, um, that's actually a series. Carnage is a series. But if you enjoyed this and you think you could handle a little more, I do recommend that book because or that series, because it is very well done. It's a beautiful, beautiful storyline. It's just very heavy. Courtney will not read it. I will
0: not. Absolutely not. I've heard enough about it uh, from Kelsey, because she has mentioned it before on the podcast, uh, that I will not ever read it. This is probably about my max limit for stories like this. I don't think I could do any more years, any more tears, any more fear. I can't do any of it. So... Yeah, and Carnage, was, I think, is uh, over a 30-year span. Yeah, that's that's 30 years. That's a lot. That's so many. So uh, no thank you. But for those of you who are into just getting beat down by a book, uh, Kelsey has talked it up quite a bit in the podcast previously, and I trust her to know a good book. So, especially one that's going to fuck you up because that's my shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's really good at emotional masochism if you know, if you're into that. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I'm just this is just me. So anyways, um I feel like we're just rambling at this part point. Next week will be a surprise. We hope you tune in for it and we can all find out together what's going on. Yeah, thanks guys. Bye. Bye.